Bill O'Reilly here, Friday, May 24th, 2019. You are listening to the O'Reilly Update. Coming up, my message of the day. But first, our Friday lead. Memorial Day weekend is a time to reflect on the brave soldiers who gave their lives in service to America. Though they fought on countless battlefields across the globe, there were five key battles where victory helped define us as a nation. The first began on Christmas Day, 1776, when George Washington led his exhausted Continental Army on a nighttime crossing of the frozen Delaware River. The following morning, German mercenaries based in Trenton, New Jersey, were surprised to find more than 2,000 patriots pointing rifles at them. The resulting victory restored the fighting spirit of Washington's men and spurred a young nation to continue its fight for independence. It was the turning point of the Revolutionary War. Forty years later, in the War of 1812, American soldiers would distinguish themselves at the Battle of New Orleans. Outnumbered by a considerable margin, General Andrew Jackson led his men to a lopsided victory over British forces. That sent a message to the world, don't mess with us. In July of 1863, the American spirit was once again tested, tragically this time against ourselves. During three days of fighting outside of Gettysburg, Pennsylvania, General Meade's Union Army of the Potomac fended off the desperate invasion of General Lee's Army of Northern Virginia. It was the turning point of America's Civil War. After that, the Confederacy would decline until its surrender at Appomattox two years later. Possibly the greatest war test came in 1944 on June 6th, D-Day. America and its allies established a beachhead against the threat of global proportions. More than 50,000 American soldiers charged into German guns at Normandy, France. Thousands would never make it home. The Allied victory guaranteed an end to Adolf Hitler's 1,000-year Reich and its incredible brutality. Just months later, on the other side of the world, the USA waged the brutal battle of Iwo Jima. Nearly 7,000 Americans died over the course of a month on that island, eventually breaking the desperate Japanese resistance and hoisting the American flag over Iwo Jima's volcanic sands. So, when we celebrate Memorial Day on Monday, we should remember those fierce battles. And if you'd like to know more about them, please check out five of my books, Killing Lincoln, Killing England, Killing Patton, Killing the Rising Sun, and Killing the SS right back. Imagine sailing the Mediterranean on a ship full of passengers who share your thirst for history and love of country. Gourmet Italian food, great nightlife, and relaxing poolside on the deck. Sound enticing, right? I'm excited to announce Glenn Beck's first ever cruise through history taking place next spring. He'll take us back in time to the foundations of our faith, our freedom, and human progress. I'm going to join as well as we sail the incredible Costa Luminosa out of Croatia. There are four different options for you, but in a nutshell, the cruise will begin in Venice, then sail on the eastern Mediterranean, visiting Croatia, Greece, and Israel. Here, you will walk where Jesus and the prophets walked. And on the sea, we'll be with you, myself, David Barton, Rabbi Lapin, Stu, and of course, Beck. Please visit ComeSailAway.com to learn more. That's ComeSailAway.com for all of the details.
Time now for the O'Reilly Update message of the day. There has always been a divide between older folks and youth. It's normal. Experience versus energy. But today in America, the divide may be at historic levels. And because of that, there is danger to the nation. Let's start with the Green New Deal. All Americans should keep an open mind about climate change and support treating the earth more gently. There are nearly 8 billion human beings on the planet, and pollution is a powerful problem. Clean energy, protecting nature, and zero tolerance for littering, all are important. But rank speculation and empowering anti-freedom programs are even more dangerous than lax environmental enforcement. Younger Americans seem almost eager to have government bureaucrats tell them what to eat, what doctor to see, what appliance to use. A handful of Democratic presidential candidates are promising to do just that. Universal health care, Medicare for all, debt-free college, guaranteed jobs, guaranteed income, near impossible environmental regulations. The list goes on for the far-left candidates. The Green New Deal is based on totalitarianism, a central authority that compels individual behavior, or else. Do Beto O'Rourke or Alexandria Ocasio-Cortez even understand that? I don't know. It seems, based upon the polling, that many younger Americans seek dependence on government. They embrace the nanny state. No longer is Horace Greeley's self-reliance Go West, young man, relevant. Greeley, an American writer in the 19th century, urged young Americans to be self-reliant, make their own way out West where there was opportunity. But today it's, we'll take care of you, young people. Don't you worry about it. The move toward dependency is selfish. I want stuff. Please give me stuff. That, of course, includes protection against climate and a permissive culture that allows individuals to avoid responsibility for their actions. Want to be a drug addict? Fine. We'll support you. A few weeks ago, I took some teens to the Santa Monica Pier in L.A. Hundreds of children were having fun on the rides, playing the games. But there they were, the public pot smokers getting high right in front of the kids. Did they care? No, they did not. They are selfish people, and society no longer calls them out. What younger Americans will lose if the dependency and permissiveness continues is personal motivation, the will to accomplish things on your own. The leftists understand that young people are a power base for them and therefore feed youth a steady stream of gibberish about socialism and environmental doom, hoping to brainwash them. It's all about gaining power, of course. Give the folks pot and circuses. Keep them distracted and inebriated. Wise up, young Americans. You're being used. You won't like living in Cuba. I've been there. I know. And that is the O'Reilly Update message of the day. For more commentary, please check out BillOReilly.com where you can see me. You're going to like the website. Coming up, something you might not know. If you are age 75 or older, and if you own a $100,000 life insurance policy or larger, please get a pen and write this information down.
Many Americans are making the decision to convert their life policy into cold, hard cash, giving them some extra money to pay off credit cards, medical bills, any number of things. Look, the economy's always been dicey. Some people need cash. There's nothing wrong with that. You may find the cash you need in your life policy. If you are over 75, you have a $100,000 policy or larger, please write this number down now. 844-WE-BUY-75. Totally free to call. Get rid of those insurance premiums. Stop paying them. Consider turning the policy you have into cash. The number again, 844-WE-BUY-75. Call 844-WE-BUY-75. 844-WE-BUY-75. Call now, brought to you by our sponsor, Life Guide Partners. And now the O'Reilly Update brings you something you might not know. In recent weeks, some Democrats have declared that America is in the midst of a constitutional crisis. The claim came after congressional subpoenas for evidence related to the Mueller probe were blocked when President Trump asserted executive privilege. While it's true the law is unclear in this situation, does the conflict really rise to the level of a constitutional crisis? Or are Democratic claims just a ploy to generate hysterical headlines? Context is the key to answering that important question. So let's take a look at some previous constitutional controversies America has faced. In 1832, there was so-called nullification. This took place during Andrew Jackson's presidency when South Carolina declared a pair of federal tariffs unconstitutional and therefore null and void within the state. South Carolina eventually backed down. America faced another constitutional crisis in 1841, when President William Henry Harrison died 30 days after his inauguration. While the Constitution clearly stated the vice president would inherit Harrison's power and authority, it said nothing about who formally succeeded the president. Both houses of Congress passed a resolution confirming Vice President John Tyler as the next president, but the question wouldn't truly be resolved until decades later. America's most intense constitutional crisis began in 1860, when 11 states declared the right to secede from the Union. The constitutional basis for the Southern secession was highly dubious, but it took four years of bloodshed and hundreds of thousands of lives before the question was ultimately settled with a Union victory in the Civil War. Finally, there was the 1876 presidential election where the results in four states were so tainted by fraud, nobody knew who actually won. To resolve the crisis, Congress formed a 15-member electoral commission whose findings eventually handed the presidency to Rutherford B. Hayes. Back to today. Does the Justice Department's refusal to hand over grand jury testimony to Congress rise to the level of a constitutional crisis? Probably not. Let the courts sort it out. That's our system. Right back after this word. The economy may be growing, but America's trade war with China means there could be financial uncertainty on the horizon. Most experts agree that higher tariffs and trade barriers may lead to market volatility, endangering Americans' retirement savings. You can't let your guard down. You have to protect your family and your finances. That's why many Americans are turning to physical gold and silver to safeguard their retirement accounts and life savings. And a relatively new law allows you 
to own physical gold and silver as part of your IRA. To get you started, the Hartford Gold Group is giving a free silver coin to all of my radio listeners. If you are listening right now, you can get this free silver coin from the Hartford Gold Group. No purchase necessary. All you have to do is call 877-444-GOLD, G-O-L-D. That's 877-444-GOLD. Give them a call or text to claim your free silver gift for a limited time. 877-444-4653. Call or text today. And that is the O'Reilly Update. Again, please check out BillOReilly.com for more commentary. And please consider my book, Killing the SS, makes a great Father's Day gift.